welcome to the Purpose Podcast. My name is Rachel, and I'm here with my husband, Zach, and we truly believe that God has given you a purpose to win your world. And today, we really want to inspire and encourage you to walk in that purpose. And for the month of October, we're walking through um, the values that we live our life by, and it's really been so powerful that we love God, we love people, we discover our purpose, and we win our world. And today we're going to talk about the value of we love people. And the handle that we use to carry that really big value is we are humble people. And this is so hard in our culture, I believe, in the Instagram, TikTok world where it's all about you and how amazing you are, and it's all about making sure you love yourself, you take time for self-care so that you're seen and you're heard, and not that those things are not important, but it's kind of seeped into us as believers thinking maybe too highly of ourselves, too lowly of ourselves, too often of ourselves, and I'd love to hear, Zach, you kind of just share with us a little bit from um, your heart as you just prayed through this handle. You have really exemplified, I believe, I've just watched you live humility out in so many different ways. And so I just, why don't you tell us a little bit about what God's word says about humility and how we can do that? Yeah, that's great. I appreciate that. And really, I think a great deal is to know what something isn't. So what's the opposite of humility? And that's pride. And Rachel said it in just some different words. When people ask, hey, what's the definition of pride? Very simply for us, the definition of pride is just thinking about yourself too much. So a lot of us, when we think about pride, we think, oh, that person thinks they're amazing, they're so prideful. Well, if you think about yourself too much in a lowly way, like Rachel said, that's pride too. So really, if pride is just thinking about yourself too much. And so actually, we, we see a counselor once a month just to make sure that we're healthy. And our counselor told me about um, ants. Which, what, what, what's ants stand for again? Automatic negative thoughts. Automatic, automatic negative thoughts. And so this has been big for me as I've been growing as a leader and leading in some different ways. And so I would say that I would fall, as far as pride goes, more on the negative side, the self-deprecating side. And so that's been a tool for me to battle pride is taking all those automatic negative thoughts. And we all have them, but obviously we're all in different places. Well, and I would say if we oftentimes that really is the root, is that there is a negative view or focus we have on ourselves. And when we overcompensate for that, it would appear like, oh, they think they're amazing. They think they're the best. But really, they're just trying to compensate for what they feel and think behind closed doors. Right, right. And so I, I just I just say that to give you a framework for what that looks like. So the scripture we're going to look at is super interesting. Um, it's in Galatians, which Galatians, uh, Bible historians believe, is the first letter that went compiled completely uh, in our New Testament, the book of Galatians. And Paul just says some stuff in here that's super powerful, but I, I just want to remind you of some things. So Paul, uh, Jesus appeared to Paul on the road to Damascus, right? Whenever his name was Saul, changed it to Paul. Crazy stuff. You can see that in Acts. I believe it's Acts chapter 9, somewhere in there. You can find it. You're smart. But uh, he appears to him, but in Galatians, he says that it wasn't a person that made this known to him. It was Jesus. And actually, 
after Jesus made the gospel known to him, he went away for three years. And so like he got alone in Arabia with God and, and let Jesus transform who he was. But here's what's, here's what's special. And just think about this. When it, again, the handle for loving people is we are humble people. But it says this in Galatians 2, and I'm just going to read you verses 1 and 2. And it says, After 14 years, I went up to Jerusalem, and uh, this time with Barnabas. I took Titus along also. So again, last week we talked about including other people in your world. Paul was always doing that. Barnabas was a Jew like Paul, but Titus was a Gentile, right? Either way, that, that, that's a, another, another thing. But 14 years, Paul goes up to these church leaders, right? Would have been probably Peter and these James, like these other like big wig church leaders. But Paul's been doing ministry for 14 years. He's been planting churches, doing miracles, seeing crazy stuff, crazy persecution, all this stuff for 14 years, right? And then listen to what he says in verse 2. I went in response to a revelation. That's a big deal. And meeting privately with those esteemed as leaders, I presented to them the gospel that I had been preaching among the Gentiles. I wanted to be sure that I was not running and had not been running my race in vain. Paul had been preaching this gospel that Jesus gave him for 14 years. And I, 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 just, I get a little offended for him. I'm like, these guys are in Jerusalem. They're not out there planting churches. Paul humbled himself. And it was this, the church would have this big argument over like whether Gentiles should have to follow the same rules as the Jews used to, all this stuff. Paul didn't go there to fight. Paul went there, humbled himself. He humbled himself and went and presented this gospel that Jesus gave him to these, the people who presented themselves as leaders. And we could talk more about that, but something Rachel and I are so passionate about, really the action step we want to really dig into today is it says here, I went in response to Revelation. And I'm going to have Rachel talk about why we're, like how and why we're so passionate about people getting revelations from God. But I just want to remind us for 14 years, Paul had been doing ministry. He'd been planting churches. He'd been doing miracles. He'd been doing all this stuff. And yet after 14 years of, 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 of ministry, he was still humble enough, made space to get a revelation from Jesus, a revelation from God to go and to meet with these people, humble himself, present his gospel, really so that the church could be united. And again, we talk about like how culture is so me-centered and we wonder why we're so divided well, for there to ever be unity, we'll have to be humble. Somebody has to be humble. It should be Christians. But again, I don't think we can ever be humble without being led by revelations from God. Why are we so passionate about that? Well, God isn't done speaking to his people. The Holy Spirit isn't dead. There are still God is still healing. He's still speaking and using people to be the hands and feet of Christ. And one of the things that we... Um, I was just talking to somebody today, and she was winning her world, and she said, this girl who does not like Christians at all, she was talking to my friend, and she said, but you, I feel like you're the first, the only Christian I've ever met that is the real deal. And she, I, I looked at her and said, hey, you may be the first Christian she's met that's spirit-filled, that is taking time to slow down, humble yourself before the Lord 
and listen to what he has to say. Because if we're not slowing down and listening, we're missing out on the fullness of the gospel. Jesus said he came that we might live the abundant life. And he wasn't talking about money and riches so that you would just have this life free from obstacles. He was talking about a life full of peace, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are the gifts of the Spirit that Jesus died for us to walk in by the power of the Holy Spirit. And God wants to speak to you and give you those things so that you can walk them out and win your world. And by loving others and laying your life down before the Lord first, that takes humility. So we're passionate about it because when you're listening for a revelation from God, you've already put yourself, you said, I am a slave to Christ. That's how Paul articulated it. It is a joy to be a child of God and kids love to hear from their parents. So what we want to encourage you today is, hey, what's this action step? How can I become a humble person? And I think that's something we all want to do is, hey, I really would like to at my deepest self be a humble person. So Zach, help me if I want a revelation from God. How do I, how do I hear that? How do I find that? I think, I think it's great. So here, we spend so much time when it comes to our our quiet time, right? Whatever that looks like for you. What's a quiet time? So a quiet time is the time that you set aside to spend with God, right? And so here's what I'll, I'll just I'll just be super transparent with you. I think a lot of people, well, not transparent, uh, super direct with you. I think a lot of people like, hey, I just I just listen to the Bible, or when I'm in the car, like I'll, I'll pray. Hey, I love you. That's just not that's just not enough. I mean, if I only called Rachel when I was in the car, she would not feel valued by me. If I, if, and if you're only listening to the Bible or only reading the Bible and you're never praying and listening, then that relationship is all one-sided. So if you're just reading, if you're just listening, and you're never stopping to pray and process what God is saying, letting there be a conversation, letting there be a relationship, then you're missing out. So long story short, how do we get revelation from God? We take time to hear it. We take time to listen. We take time to pray. Again, I have my I have my journal sitting here, which this is so special to me, where I, where I just I, I write down the things that I'm reading and I listen. And so, how do we get a revelation from God? We have consistent space. We have a consistent place to hear from God. This is massive. And then going on to what? So that's our action step for this week. The action step is. I'm just if is there ever a time or a place where you have time with God and not just time to take in his word, but to listen, to hear what God has to say? And, and, and is there a place where you could go back and, and watch and, and listen to what God did? I'm, this is so special to me because I can go back and see what God's done. I can go back and review. And I do this because I have anticipation for what God is going to say, the revelation he's going to give. And I love what Rachel said. It, it's part of having the Holy Spirit in you. Uh, in Romans 8, it talks about that, that, that what, who knows a man aside from the Spirit inside of him? God put His Spirit inside you so that the deep groanings of God, the deep things of God, He can help make known to you. Paul goes on a little later in Galatians. I was just reading it in Galatians 3. And just in between Galatians 3, 1, and 10, something like that. I, I won't read it to you. But twice, he says, 
Do you think that these miracles are coming from, are they, they're coming from the works you've done or from the spirit in which you heard about? Yeah. He's not even saying, like, to get a revelation from God, you don't have to work for it. You have to earn it. You have to conjure it up. He, he also says, hey, do you think that this thing, this salvation, this relationship with God that you started in the spirit, you will somehow finish it in the flesh? Stop. Listen, let him love you. And again, put up, put away all these other things, all these email notifications, these text messages, these social media notifications, and listen to the Holy Spirit speaking to you. And, and when we take time to pause on all the other things we have to do and we just listen to God, it takes humility. It will help you be a humble person. Well, and you can see Paul's humility was exemplified, not in only that he listened for revelation, but then he responded to it. So part of our humility is exemplified. We're a humble person, not only when we slow down and listen, but when we obey. That's so good. We believe in you. We love you. We know that the purpose that God's put in you to win your world, you can see it manifest in your life. So we're grateful for your time with us today, and we can't wait to see you back next time.